Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Thank you for joining us today. Again, I'm Howard Walpuff, and this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Today, we're really talking about having the right clear mindset and making sure that you are um, really breathing and, uh, and focusing on not being too overwhelmed in life. We're fortunate to have Lisa Zarotny from Positively Productive Systems with us, and she works with helping overwhelmed women do less, live more, and breathe easier. So Lisa, thank you and welcome to the conversation. Thank you, Howard. It's a pleasure to be here. So you've had uh, a number of different, I guess, evolutions of your business and how you've been reaching out and helping people. So why don't you give us a little understanding of how you got started and the uh, connectivity of to where your business is and what you provide right now? Sure thing. Uh, It began actually from finding my own path out of clutter and chaos. I was a caregiver for my mother and I had two little babies and that time of overwhelm, I'm sure many people can appreciate and even now that we're dealing with COVID-19 can appreciate that sheer overwhelm and being in what we call survival mode. And the path that I took out of that, the research in terms of productivity and organizing and creating systems and understanding myself and habits and all of those things, finding that they can be so healing, they were so healing for me and for my family, it inspired me to help others. And the evolution you're talking about is that I started in a very tangible way as a professional organizer. I'm still a member of the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. And I really believe that our external environment affects our internal environment and is often a reflection of. But then I moved into what I would call productivity coaching. And that's where you start getting into are the clutter that we have and the way in which we organize the spaces of our mind and even our emotions and everything and how that connects. The inside and the outside do connect. Everything connects. And through that process, I realized that our stress levels are so incredibly important that I needed to ensure I incorporate that. And now the collection of what I do, and I I frequently will use a Venn diagram to show it, is a a certified stress management coach specializing in productivity and organizing. Organizing and and that feeling of being organized is very important. And there are some people who thrive on not being organized and do Mm -hmm. very well, but that's Mm -hmm. not everybody. I think it's a a small percentage uh, that uh, are able to uh, excel that way, but finding that right level of organization. And it's, again, you you may look at your house and it's too cluttered and that might affect your mind. And then you look at, I don't know, your computer and you see you have uh, 16, 17 windows open on, on, uh, on your, 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 the websites that you have and and 17 emails that you haven't responded, but you've opened them up to, uh, to make sure that you get to them. That's, uh, it's, it can feel very overwhelming. That's right. And one of the things I love that you said was the right level. We all have different thresholds. Some people cannot handle 
anything on their kitchen counters. Other people need to have things there that they can access easily and, and it promotes their productivity. So it's, it's definitely personalized. So you made the decision, again, you started with organizing mm -hmm. and how did you start marketing yourself that this is what you were doing? It was, it was actually by modeling what I was doing and showing and sharing it with people, saying, look at what's happening here and this is what I'm experiencing. Do you want to experience it too? And I can help you do that. And it really, uh, one of the things you and I have talked about before is relationship building. It's relationships and conversations. That's how it began and that is still what I do to this day that I would say is first and foremost in helping me market what I do. For what part of your business did you set up your first website? I set up my first website for Positively Productive Systems. And actually, it took a while. I started with Facebook because that was simple and it was free. I, you know, I was bootstrapping this and really experiencing it and trying to get the clients first and foremost. And I was trying to fund what I was doing. But as soon as I could, I, I got a, a website up and it's been definitely multiple, multiple iterations of it, although I'm pretty happy with it now. A lot of the first version of a website can look very differently than what you do now, especially if you're the one that has full control over the mm -hmm. design and, and, and doing the work on it, that, that some people will tinker on the website every day. But it, it really does, I think a lot of small businesses lose the fact that as your business evolves, your website has to as well. At the mm -hmm. very least, there are many aspects of the website that is a digital brochure and you need to be up to date with that information and you need to be up to date with the way people find you and able to read that information. That not every, I've, I have a lot of conversations with uh, small business owners who, or who still think that their investment in 2016 was, mm -hmm. uh, was a, was a, expensive one and they're not something they want to repeat. So they keep the same website and uh, life and time has gone by and, and passed them. Yeah. And I think especially now you are so right. We, we constantly need to look at To me, the copy is most important. Of course, design is incredibly important as well, but if nothing else, someone needs to be able to see themselves in in what you're describing or how you're speaking to them on that platform. So it's definitely something I have updated uh, multiple times over. And even, you know, since the beginning of 2020, I've, I've looked and, and thought about how I'm speaking to others and what I'm saying that I'm doing. And that was something that you kind of inspired me to think about. It's like, yeah, things are so different now for everyone are we speaking the same language and, and being able to understand each other because that's how people find me and then realize that it would be beneficial to work with me. <laughs> there are a number of strategies that I've been speaking to people about because of this kicking into this COVID-19 economy. Mm -hmm. And one of them, as, as, as you really described it well, is, is redoing your elevator pitch. Yeah. Because for one, you need to have an elevator pitch. I think we've all been in networking meetings where you have that one person who just talks and talks and talks. And by the time they're done, you still don't know what they do because they were all over the place. But if you have that 30 second pitch that says what you do and you find different ways to, to get people's attention while saying it, it really will resonate and you can get response from it. But even more so now, you may be saying something that, that resonates even stronger with people mm -hmm. or you have a product or service that may not resonate as much as it did and you have to pivot what you're saying 
even if you haven't pivoted your business to, to, to try to draw people into a conversation with you. Yeah, that makes total sense to me because there's, for example, with what I do, I do feel like it fits. It's things that we need right now to to be organized, to feel that we are productive in, in the right ways. But there are a lot of, of questions that people need to ask now and things that have changed. And we, we talked about having children at home now, working from home has been a huge thing. And I love to, to bring that up. It's something that I've worked with people on a lot over the years, but now it needs to be said more because for so many, this is brand new. And they're like, oh, you help people, you know, be productive while working at home. Yes, I do need that. So it's, it's a good reminder that uh, we need to start talking, um, using different words and, and different keywords to, to inspire that conversation. So having those conversations has been a key part of your marketing. And what have you done really to uh, facilitate that, to get find more people to speak to? What kind of networking events? What kind of, uh, of opportunities to speak to people have you been doing, I guess, from the start? And mm-hmm. how has that evolved with how things have changed now over the last four months? So in the beginning, it, uh, it, it evolved in connecting with other business owners, getting into a lot of networking groups with with people, especially for me, business mom groups, you know, because we understand that that combination of things. So whatever combination you happen to be in terms of your own small business, if you find people who are, are dealing with something similar, even people who do the same thing you do, I've, I've found some of my best support in being uh, and talking to people who do what I do that you perceive as competition, but really we can be referrals to each other. So I started with that and then I started to get into oh, different types of uh, video summits and then podcast interviews. Anytime I could share my story in some fashion and it took, again, it's multiple iterations. It's a lot of practice. It's uh, trying things out and learning as you go. But I would say that from there, I, and I continue to do podcast interviews. And then also I started to speak in person and do workshops and, and facilitate different events like that. Of course, the in-person side of it has changed hugely. <laughs> but thankfully, so many people have been, you know, even before this, amenable to the virtual versions and, and doing, doing things on Zoom. I mean, I was nearly 100% virtual with how I coach to begin with. And now it's sort of a world that's opened up to everyone. So it's shifted from that standpoint. And most recently in June, I started my own podcast, the Positively Living podcast, so that I could have a bit more control and uh, bring on other people to give them that same opportunity that I've had. And there's great reward just in the, the types of conversations that you have with people in these podcasts. I think mean, it's, it's, it really is, it's, I know I enjoy it. I know I enjoy hearing people's stories and seeing mm-hmm. the excitements, I guess. I'll say seeing because I'm, I'm seeing you uh, vid- video on, on Zoom right now, although right. people are, are hearing your voice. But it's, you, you see that excitement in people's eyes when they, when they talk about the, the real passion they have for their business and for helping people. That's right. And the other thing that just came to my mind as you were asking this question, and this is why I love these questions. It makes you think differently. It reminds you of things. The other thing that I did that it has been so effective and it, it could surprise you because it may not seem as obvious is really inviting people to have 
what I call coffee chats. And even though it's virtual, you know, grab your coffee, grab your tea, I'm grabbing mine, we'll hop on Zoom, and we'll just share what we're doing with each other. That has been an incredible, incredible ROI for my business because we're not doing it to sell to each other. We're doing it to learn. But one of my favorite coaching phrases is, you don't know what you don't know. (laughs) And it's amazing what can come up, tips and tricks and ideas and connections that that person can then make to other people for you. And, and you learn and grow. Every time I have a new conversation with someone, I learn how to express myself better and I learn what's out there and what they do. So I, I can't stress enough having good conversations. And people are finding different ways to do that. I think the Zoom and the other video platforms have been really helpful. Um, I had someone who I I know through a networking event share that she was doing in-person coffees, but she was doing it a little differently, that they go drive to the drive-thru, get their coffee, and then either in that parking lot or go to a more open parking lot where they can park next to each other, position their windows near each other, still have six feet of distancing. But of course, we're in Florida, so you want to say inside the air conditioning. (laughs) Right. You're in your own cars, having your coffee, having this conversation. So oh, was, that's clever. I like very that. successful with that, uh, really helping uh, drive uh, her business while, uh, while things were getting crazy. Right. Um, and that's especially good if, if face-to-face is a really important element to what you're, you're doing. Yeah, it gave options to, uh, to the person that she was inviting, what was they, they're more comfortable with. Um, and of course, that was before the, uh, the, the curve uh, uh, spiked more in, in, in Florida than, than where we're at now. Right. But, it's amazing what networking the right way can do. And I say that because there are many people who go out and network, but they're not networking the right way. They may go out to, uh, to an event and they'll pass around business cards and they'll, or even worse, they'll go and try to sell everyone that they're walking up to, to, uh, to try to then get clients at these networking events without understanding that networking is relationship building and it's really find that first conversation is finding the start of a relationship that mm-hmm. may not be a business relationship one-on-one that could be a business relationship with others that they connect you with and vice versa, you connect them with, and you may never do business, but they may be a connection that you have for years to come that you have uh, of similar interests with and uh, can are able to figure out how to help each other. Absolutely. And I can think of so many examples of that. And here's a funny story. I had one of these conversations and built a relationship with somebody when I was at jury duty. <laughs> and my husband still gets a big kick out of that. He's like, only you. And I'm like, well, it, we're just, we're, we're being real with each other and we're learning about each other and we're supporting each other. And while she hasn't been a client yet, she has been one of my strongest advocates. She's on every platform with me and she's commenting and supporting and interested. And, you know, that's, that's a wonderful relationship to have, even if it's not a client. So. And incredibly valuable. I think there are a lot of people who go on to Facebook and whether it's their own page or group or someone else's group, they'll make a post and no one responds. So mm-hmm. they, sometimes it's just timing. Sometimes it's just, you're not, you're not, it's not written the right way to get a response from people, but having those advocates who are going to respond any way, shape or form is huge because then that gets other people to respond. All you, you need that first one. 
you need that first response. And if you can get five or 10 within the first five minutes, then things can explode. Mm -hmm. But it's it, it, knowing that you have a few of those people that would be that first one to, to, to comment is, is incredibly valuable to, valuable to a business. Yeah, especially a small business where that kind of engagement is so needed, especially on Facebook, because Facebook can be funny sometimes. <laughs> it's going to be funny, and a lot of business owners don't understand that just by posting something on Facebook doesn't mean you're advertising your business. They, they, the, uh, they, they don't comprehend or even know that there is an algorithm, and the, and the algorithm is not your friend. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and you might be so excited. I have 100 people liking my page. But not realizing that maybe five of them are seeing it on their on their uh, on the on the flow of uh, of what they're seeing on on Facebook, and everyone else doesn't even know anything, yeah. uh, and not understanding how to try to pull them in to to work around the algorithm, but uh, but then throwing up your hands, social media doesn't work. Well, <laughs> it's it can work, but uh, it's again it's creating these relationships, and can, how can you, how do you nurture the relationship, not in person, but on through social media, right. So what else have you done? Let, let's, let's, put, let, let's phrase it this way. What have you done to market the business that did not work? Well, some of the things that you're talking about, like, you know, the, the posting and, and thinking that would be sufficient, not understanding in the beginning. I've been through that. I mean, I can sit here now with you and say, I understand the algorithms a bit more. I check out the insights. You know, I I, I'm, I think I'm making good strides now, but it wasn't always like that. So you just described one of the things that I, I did originally, <laughs> uh, not understanding that I needed to engage people. I have thrown uh, money at different types of uh, boosting and things like that, that I don't know if it, it really, if it worked at all. Uh, you know, I floundered for a bit with my website and, and leaving it as it is, and I have to say, money well spent to hire someone to help you with marketing. Marketing coaches, I'm, I'm a huge fan, which is why I'm happy to talk to you today, because what you were talking about before is figuring out the right way for you and for your business. It's the same thing I like to do with productivity is say, okay, if you want to be most productive and get what you're trying to get done, what's best for you? How do you work best? And I learned over time how I need to talk to people and how podcasts and videos and things like that are where I show up best. But the written word, I had very dull copy. I mean, I, I'm a copywriter originally, you know, and I think I'm a good writer, but man, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, <laughs> that copy that I first had, that first iteration of my website was a snooze fest. And I would say those are the places that I I probably fell down the most, but with help and, and with trial and error and, and, you know, constant change as opposed to leaving it alone, I got better. <laughs> it's a lot of times writing about yourself for yourself is not the best way to portray yourself. Mm. Um, sometimes you see things through rose-colored glasses. Sometimes you don't see the full picture and, and getting providing information to someone else to then take a good look and then write it in a, in a way that, again, the people that are visiting the website, it's, it's about them, it's not about you. While you do need to inform them about you, you need to write everything in a language that affects them in a positive way, 
sentence by sentence by sentence. So it's really key to make sure that there are people who are helping that have that skill to do that because yes. it's, it, I think we've all been to websites that it, the person is writing in the first person, it's all about them. And you're, you're, you're just wondering what is the purpose of moving forward in a conversation with this person if they don't understand me. So true. But thankfully you uh, spent a lot of time clearing the path in people's minds so they can see the vision of what they have for themselves and, 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 uh, really help them organize their thoughts and, and give them the direction that they need, which is which really helps in situations like that. Yes, yeah, because I, I'm a big fan of uh, David Allen and his uh, system getting things done and this idea of sweeping things from our minds because our minds are meant to create and to troubleshoot and to you know come up with, with the change that's going to make a huge difference in this world. And that's what small business owners do. And so by clearing that path, uh, we're, we set ourselves up for uh, success in that re regard. So. And, and success is what people are striving for. And hopefully, even though during these, these challenging times, they can still find. And it's good that uh, there are resources like you to help them, uh, I guess, clear the way through this, uh, this, this uh, crazy, hectic path. Right, because more has been piled on, on top of what was already busy enough as it is. Absolutely. Exactly. So what would be the best way for people to get in contact with you if they want to learn more, if they want to take advantage of your services? Well, the first place, of course, would be my much improved website, PositivelyProductive.com. But if you do hang out on social media, and that would be a great way to chat and to learn about me, I am at Positively Productive on Facebook positively underscore Lisa on Instagram. And of course, I would love if you would come over to my podcast, the Positively Living Podcast, and you'll hear much of these same philosophies and much more there as well. Thank you. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. This really was a great conversation, just a, a mind clearing conversation, <laughs> realizing that you can clear your mind and that there are ways to unclutter yourself, unclutter your desk, unclutter your, your desktop, but just kind of find ways to just live a a clearer life. So, uh, so thank you for sharing everything with us. And thank you for having me here. It's been my pleasure, Howard. Well, I appreciate you being here and I appreciate everyone for coming in to listen. Uh, thank you again for that and all the support, but go out, have a great day today and we will see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.